Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we delve the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt, steam-powered cell phone Heron. I'm Jeff, air dirigible Kowalski. I'm Louisa, double boiler Heron. <laughs> that's a that's a cooking thing. Yeah, I know. Air, air <laughs> dirigible? What am I saying? <laughs> You know, I just say steam-powered, and then the first thing my eyes fall on every week. <laughs> steam-powered <laughs> Xbox. Could we start right. calling buses land dirigibles? Ooh, Ooh, I like that. I think that it would be really funny to uh, describe stuff in steampunk and cyberpunk ways that is otherwise normal stuff. Yeah, yeah that's true. I think that's a good um, gag. Can we go back to the fact that Louisa said double boiler, which is just a cooking implement and nothing to do with steampunk whatsoever? No, it's two well, boilers. Like, all right, think think real fast, because uh, I don't know if the audience knows, but even last week, we didn't organize that we were going to do this. Yeah. Yes. So while Matt said his name, I was like, all right, okay, steampunk, so steam, steam boilers, uh, double boiler. That's how I got there. I think... I think I'm afraid that if I ever say mine without saying steam, then Jeff is just going to say what? <laughs> yes. Because he will have forgotten that that's the thing we were doing. Uh, I forget things true. while we're doing them, so. That's true. It's true about <sighs> Jeff. Okay. Now we're all calmed down again. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, well, take a time out. We can slip back into our pre-podcast comas that we were all in. <laughs> yes. Ugh, I'm so tired. We're doing this on a Saturday for, like, the first time in years, and uh, it's a very different energy in the studio today. Yes. Uh, it's also hitting at, like, the peak of my chart of energy, where I woke up a while ago, and then, like, right now I have all this cleaning energy, but I'm not cleaning i'm stuck on this podcast i'm trapped on the podcast for an hour yes okay cleaning energy is probably the energy i have the least of through my entire life yes same yep <clears throat> i'm also <throat> cleaning uh my my incredibly dusty room and just finding like tumbleweeds of dust under the bed and stuff gross oh, yeah that happens sometimes yeah well, the issue is I have a cat, which allows the tumbleweeds to form because of his but, cat fur that falls off of him. Yeah. But doesn't he also hunt the tumbleweeds and uh, eat them so that they don't reproduce? <laughs> yeah, he disposes of them for you. <laughs> that would be really nice. Uh, no, because then he'd barf up hairballs all the time, and that's something he never does, which is nice. Well, that seems like... Is it is that not a cause for concern? I don't know anything about cats. Uh, don't they need to barf up those hairballs to keep it, be alive? It's usually long-furred cats that do yeah. the hairballs because they're constantly licking their fur off and accidentally swallowing it because they're dumbasses. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, I think short-haired cats, like, it can just go through them. Yeah. Can they not just poop it out? It's like... Yes. too long it's like well, a, like a drain getting clogged yep. yeah it turns into like a clog yeah and that's when they barf it up but if they don't have long hair it usually doesn't guys cats are disgusting yeah, yeah. they're um pretty gross uh to me not as gross as dogs dogs definitely it's weird because cats themselves don't have a smell but when you go into a house that a cat is in mm -hmm. you get the, then you get that smell mm -hmm. whereas dogs <laughs> like if you walk by a dog on the street you're like oh yep I could have I, I know that smell <laughs> I know that dog smell <laughs> Uh, even if a dog is clean, they kind of smell like Fritos, I find. Yeah, they're so <laughs> waxy and gross. Oh, dogs are great, though, aren't they? Uh, I'm starting to be disgusted by all animals, including man. Uh -oh. 
Yeah. Well, especially you're going to be living in a hermetically sealed room pretty soon once you yeah. throw out all your things. You get everything yeah. nice and clean. Don't go in there anymore. Um, I... The, the main issue with dogs for me is, one, because I live in the city, I would have to touch, like, pick up their warm poopy in a bag, which would suck if I had a dog. Uh, and two, they slobber. Like, they don't just lick you with a sandpaper tongue like cats. They also, like, will put ooze on you from their mouth. <laughs> well, not all dogs. <laughs> Oh, okay, all right. Hashtag yeah. not all dogs over yeah. here. And also... <laughs> Hashtag I, yes all ooze. <laughs> I've seen several people on social media who are like, oh, my cat's drooling. It's gross, but it's cute. And I'm like, that is so fucking gross. What are you talking about? <laughs> also, I know many people who own cats who've told me at least one story about waking up with their cat having vomited on their pillow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so lucky. The Gideon doesn't barf or make hairballs or drool. He just, like... When he sleeps, he cutely uh, whimpers and, like, meows in his sleep, and it's just cute. He's just cute and not gross. Yeah, but everyone thinks that about their own pet. Uh, Is that... Uh, could you put that in your Tinder profile? Yeah. Just cute and not gross? Uh-huh. Oh, man, I will there's, not vomit on your pillow in your sleep. There's construction yeah. going on right outside of my window in my bedroom, and I hate it. Because uh, I'm cool. recording a podcast. Are they building you a window box? It literally sounds like someone is knocking on my window as if they want to come inside, but when I look inside, it doesn't happen. Oh my god, Vampires. this is the best creepypasta I've ever heard. Mm, really? Have you heard Jeff the Killer or Slender Man? <laughs> I've heard The Killer of Jeff, which is this story we're hearing now. Oh, exactly. yeah, Big this guy's vampire. gonna kill me. Yep. Vampires, they're not cool. It's gonna be. Louisa, you're thinking of The Witcher. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be some kind of long, skinny, spider-shaped humanoid. I need to explain my joke because I realized that that was before we recorded. Louisa <laughs> thinks that the Witcher is a vampire. She's there, not She's not 100% wrong. He definitely looks like all the cool vampires. Yeah. yeah. And you know what else? Um... I've heard from people talking about the games and the books that, uh, like, he, as a kid, was given poisons to make him a strong witcher, and then he takes poisons. Yeah, I, I told you that on this podcast yes. a couple weeks ago. That is fucking not covered in the show. Like, they Correct. fucking never explain why he does any of that. That's insane. I mean, they do sometimes have him have, like, healing potions, and then they're like, oh, why don't you give it to this guy who's hurt? And he's like, no, it would poison that guy. But yeah. me, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he is. Rip yeah. to your uh, peasant, but I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's a lot in that show that isn't explained. It's fine, and I enjoyed it. But uh... see, this is—we were talking about fantasy world building ahead of time. That is my shit. Is like coming into a fantasy story, and there's a lot of rules and things going on, but they're never explained. It's just like you are in the middle of this world, hearing this one story, and everyone in the story knows the rules, but you don't, and well, you have to piece it together from context clues. That fucking rules. I also like that a lot. Here's the thing, though. I don't like if someone's not not ever going to explain like how currency works in a universe. Fine, I don't care about that. You see people uh, buying things, and that's all you need to know. Yeah. But when it's like, how does someone achieve some superhuman feat, and then you don't explain it, that you do start to think about it. You're like, at some point, they're definitely going to tell me how this is working. See, I like it if if even if they don't tell you, if it's clear that there is an answer, and it's like 
something that the author thought about, even if they didn't put it in there, I appreciate that because it gives me the chance to speculate and try to figure it out. The yeah. thing that pisses me off is when you get into, like, J.K. Rowling territory. Uh, I was just thinking of Harry Potter, a, a story and, with no rules. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like, she just makes up whatever dumb magic shit she needs for her plot every single page of every single book. So it's like, ooh, I wonder, oh, okay, well, clearly Sirius Black must actually be, you know, Voldemort because they both did this thing. And then she's like, no, they both could do that thing because magic. Yeah. Like, fuck off, dude. Come on. You can't do that. I well, we talked about it before, but she so clearly wrote the first book, at least, to be like a rolled doll. Yeah. Uh, thing with no rules whatsoever, as just a lot of things are just a gag. But then by the second book, she's like, oh shit, I better have some kind of actual structure. It's true. You can tell because it's so much about child murder, like yeah. all of the rolled doll books are. <laughs> it is yeah. absolutely my theory that uh, she had to like make them more serious as she went on. And by had to, I mean chose to for no reason. Uh, and well, she chose to to be more mass marketable. Yeah, um, and I think that it was a huge mistake because suddenly you get to book seven and Harry's like, "I have to deal with mortality and saving the world." And it's like, hold up! In that first book, though, they made you live under the staircase, and if we're gonna take this seriously, that was extreme child abuse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, there was definitely a chapter where uh, Ron was drowning and vomiting up slugs in the second book, and now, like, oh, but I have to, like, cut off my own hand in order to save the universe or whatever. Like, okay, cool, I guess. Yeah. Seems like vomiting up slugs was worse, and he just did that for a joke. Yep. You can't, you can't start out as uh, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and finish as Saw. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great summation of that series. <laughs> okay. Jeff, what'd you do this week? Uh, I finished reading a comic book series um, that I have been reading for a number of years that I only found out had ended maybe a, a year ago, and it, it, it ended like two years ago. Mm, is it a Far Side collection? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the Far her. Side. So, He's but uh, more, isn't he? When's um, that happening? Unfortunately, they started the Far Side up again, so now I have to start reading it. No, it's The Walking <laughs> Dead, uh, oh, yes. which mm. began in 2003, if you can believe it. Um, oh, it actually ended in July of 2019, so that's not that oh. long ago. Hmm. Um, it also ended without being announced that it was ending. Oh, I was going to say, I don't he remember hearing anything yeah. in the summer. They just released uh, issue 193, and at the end of it, it says, The End, and then there's an at essay the being it says, like... The Zombies won, <laughs> signed Robert Kirkland. <laughs> it just fades to black, and then uh, Journey starts playing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, uh, I... I thought the ending was really strong. I won't spoil uh, any of it, but um, it was just like, it made me miss picking up comics week by week, mm. because yeah. I could have, in July 2019, been reading The Walking Dead and been like, oh, I guess this like paradigm shift a few issues ago is like the, the series now. Um, oh, no, that's the last one. <laughs> just as issue 193 is randomly the last one of the series okay i was i was gonna say i don't think i could ever be a successful author because i wouldn't be able to trust the story to reach a natural conclusion at that point i would absolutely make myself get to issue 200 <laughs> so it could be a nice even number <laughs> yeah i was reading in the little essay at the back of the the end of it that he was like 
My, I originally wanted to end it here at this moment, and we were going to flash forward and show that uh, they rebuilt society successfully and then it collapsed again. <laughs> uh, without showing any of that happening, we're just going to like zoom out on Rick giving a speech, and it's going to show that they made a statue of him, but then like the town where the statue is is all abandoned because society the, fell the again. The statue turns into a zombie <laughs> yep. starts eating people. It gets bit by a zombie statue. So yeah. how did it end? Uh, I don't know if you should say, but I'm I'm curious. Uh, I can't. I'll, I'll try to avoid spoiling it, but it does a um like the last plot is is them meeting a much more built up society, and then uh they there's starting to be some sort of like tension there, and then it flashes forward, and we see um like many years in the future, the consequences of that tension and like where things have gone with that other society. Huh. Um, so it's very, very satisfying, uh, as far as yeah. endings go, because like, I don't feel ripped off or like anybody's story was cut short. I don't feel like I need or want more. I feel like it was all like thematically wrapped up really well, which is very rare for when someone ends something that was <laughs> 17 years long. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's really cool, though. Yeah. Are there any zombie things besides Shaun of the Dead where it's not implied that the zombies end up winning? I feel like every zombie story kind of ends with, like, well, we'll probably all die. Yeah. The end. Yeah, the best you can hope for is that the characters you followed, have they're going to be able to live their lives out somehow, but, like, the whole world's fucked. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say either way about The Walking Dead because I feel <laughs> like that fine. would be we a spoiler. We won't talk about that specifically, but like yeah. I, th- I feel like every zombie story is a is like a losing game from the beginning because there's more dead people than alive people, and that's only going to get worse. Yeah, that's a tagline for your zombie uh, apocalypse movie. <laughs> yeah, if you if you had the tagline of your movie be "It's only going to get worse," <laughs> and then people came and saw it and was like, "It's bad," you'd be like, "Yeah, I told you." <laughs> That was foreshadowing, didn't you realize? I'm good at making movies. (laughs) Actually, it's a great movie now. I I sort of like the the idea of, like, keeping something going for a while. Uh, Like, a long, long time. Like, this series just kept going on and, like, doing surprising things. Um, And I I like the idea of making it up as you go, but only if you're good at that. Yeah, (laughs) that takes so much discipline i really can't even imagine yeah. like never getting tired of it like continuing to think of ideas to keep something going yeah like um a example of the opposite happening is star wars where george lucas <laughs> ran out of steam after two movies um, <laughs> yes. and then had to make like he directed a whole trilogy of movies that were just bad yep um and he yeah. knew they were bad while he was making them <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Um, but he also knew that he would make money off of it and didn't give a shit about making good things. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. I feel like he fell apart maybe the same way I would, where I'd be like, I feel good about this thing I made before. Oh no, now it's starting to go wrong and I don't know what to do. Okay, yeah. I give up. It's because, yeah. because he went and divorced his wife that made it good. Yeah. Dumbass. <laughs> you have to make the marriage work so that Star Wars will be good still. I so you feel have to go back in time and fix. 
I feel like George Lucas, when he sat down to do all the Star Wars, wrote down on a sheet of paper the number one, and then like a closed bracket, and then next to it, samurai movie in space, question mark, number two, bracket, hmm, maybe everything gets worse, question mark, number three, teddy bears, and then that's it. Yeah, number three, he was like, oh man, I'm, I really like the Henson Workshop, what if I just hire them to do most of the th- stuff in this one? Yeah, yeah, the subheadings for three are teddy bears, A is large, and B is small, because it's yeah. both kinds. Yeah, we did a big teddy bear, a little teddy bear, and a giant slug that 20 people have to operate. <laughs> now, now I like the idea of this being one of those like uh, outlines that they made you write in in English class in high mm-hmm. school with the three paragraph structure. Yep, large teddy bears question marks. <laughs> yeah, like you start with your intro that contains your yep. thesis. Then your first paragraph is a large teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah, your thesis statement, and then you just put that on the screen at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> and he did! Yeah, he did. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, all this stuff was happening. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a large teddy bear now. One last thing I want to say. That's oh. essentially how it goes on the Disney ride, which is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, a lot of stuff happened. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Except Paul Rubin says it to you, yes. so you feel more, you feel happier about it. Yeah. Folks, and later, Patrick Warburton is a robot. Paul yeah. Rubin's robot character is canonical now, because he's the DJ he's at the, the cantina in the new theme park. Yay. Cool. Love it. <laughs> One last thing I want to say about zombie movies is that someone should make a zombie movie called Eat the Rich, where zombies are around, but they eat money instead of people, and then all the billionaires get killed. Oh, I thought they were going to only eat rich people. (laughs) Well, that too. Oh, okay, cool. Only because you want to eat their value. Um. Like... I, I like how so many rich people say that like their name or their brand is the most valuable thing they have. Like, they, yeah, these zombies want to eat that. Um, are these like nano zombies or something? I don't understand how uh, decomposing no. human bodies are going to achieve Bitcoin. This. <laughs> Ooh, the got him! Twist at the end. Oh, it turns out Bitcoin. they were Bitcoin all along. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Yep. And then Charlton yeah. Heston falls to his knees and screams. <laughs> you blew it up. He's in front of a computer with the Bitcoin yeah. logo on the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got into the deep web and just found a page that has a spinning Bitcoin logo. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no, I was on the internet the whole time. I thought it was a different planet's internet. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing we've ever done. <laughs> Uh, a different planet's internet what (laughs) it's an internet where it's all apes (laughs) wait what you mean the users are all apes or like the internet itself is made out of apes the internet we have isn't made out of humans matt oh my god what i was saying In an alien society, people might be like, I want to check what's going on on Google News, and then they just turn to their chimpanzee. Uh, <laughs> Tell me what's going on. Ook, ook, ook. Yeah, no, I, I like Louise's idea where Soylent Web is people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine it in circuit boards, just like a pulsating mash of massive flesh and uh, veins. Whoa, this is getting too sexy for me. <laughs> this is turning into a Guillermo del Toro movie, I think. No, we're getting yeah. into, like... Guillermo I... del Toro's reboot of Hackers. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro directing an adaptation of I Have No Mouth Yet I Must Scream. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, 
I like Yelmo del Toro's hackers better. Do you think any of us have pronounced his name correctly? Nope. <laughs> In any time that we've said it ever. Okay, good. Uh, Louisa, what'd you do this week? Uh, I mentioned that I watched The Witcher, but we don't really want to talk about that anymore, huh? True. Yeah, I hate I hate witchers. I hate them with their gray hair and scary eyes and sword powers. I do think it's very weird. Did we talk about this already? The fact that the Witcher only ever helps people and everyone still hates him all the time for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine that people don't trust him, and then I can see like if he they could they could have always set it up when he solves a town's problem to make it seem like he was the problem, and then they wouldn't like him afterwards. I can see that. Right. But they actively they're aggressive. towards this guy who seems dangerous. So, how does his reputation precede him? And how does yeah, he have such a reputation? He goes into a town full of, like, dirt farmers, <laughs> and they're all just like, hey, we're all starving to death, also there's a werewolf killing us, and now you're here. Mm-hmm. I guess what we'll do is attack you first. He, yeah. And he's like, I'm just here, doing nothing, I guess I'll kill that werewolf, and then at the end they're like, thanks for killing that werewolf, but we still hate you for some reason. Yeah. He always goes into a pub and is like, I would like a sandwich, please, and here is some money to pay for it. And people are like, boo, we have to get rid of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't open this in so that I could serve people food and drinks. Like, ah, you, you're scowling and have white hair and are mildly rude? We hate you. Yeah. I also want to point out, because some people have said this on the internet, of like, oh, well, he walks in with his, like, white hair and everyone's like, oh, it's a witcher, let's get him. He's the only witcher with white hair. Yeah. So it's not like you could look at him and be like, oh, this guy, a, a witcher for sure. You'd be like, huh, that guy... Uh, has a bad wig on. (laughs) And some of the other characters who have lived for hundreds of years say in the show, like, oh, I've never met a witcher before. I'm like, so how do all these uh, dirt farmers know about him? Yeah! Uh, They watch uh, cartoons and stuff that have witchers in them. And also, if his reputation precedes it, that he's trouble, so let's all kill him, how come his reputation for killing a bunch of people in a pub has not gotten from town <laughs> yes, to town? that's true. I mean, this, I... this is like when burglars try to have a fist fight with Batman. <laughs> Yes. I would like to take, take a swing at that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, I want to take it to Louisa taking a swing at Batman <laughs> after you say your thing, Matt. <laughs> yeah, we'll put a pin in that. I just wanted to say that I was momentarily transported to Nirvana in the moment where Jeff said uh, the Witcher cartoon, and it made me think of a Saturday morning cartoon show in the style of the early 90s of yep. the Witcher, where he's always in a bathtub and nude, and his dick is swinging around while he's fighting, like, I don't know, Bomberman or something. Is he wearing a bathtub like an old-timey political cartoon wearing a barrel? <laughs> Why is he fighting Bomberman? What are you talking about? They a crossover fight- episode, Jeff. Come on. Yeah, With the Bomberman cartoon? Yes. yes. <laughs> so we've invented two cartoons. Because <laughs> um. he, do- he doesn't speak or do anything. And also, you don't want to have a children's cartoon where the main character produces bombs from thin air and explodes all his enemies. I don't think they minded that. They just didn't want guns, but they didn't mind explosions. That's true. I feel like there were a lot of explosions. I'm pretty sure that there were several X-Men whose powers were just bombs coming from their hands, basically. That was uh, fucking Snake Eyes, our favorite, right? Like, his thing was that he could turn a card into a tiny bomb, right? Yeah. No, that's Gambit. (laughs) You don't remember our bit of renaming you Snake Eyes, Jeff? I don't... I didn't watch G.I. Joe. I I was too young... Oh, I'm too young for that. (laughs) No, Jeff, no. None of this. Oh, man. 
Okay, anyway, Louisa wants to take a story of Batman. He Man? I am saying, if I was a burglar and I got caught by Batman, in the heat of that moment, I'd probably try to take a swing at him, because what else are you going to do right then? All right, so what if you're Riddler (laughs) Mook number three, and you see numbers one and two have their spines rended in twain, and they get thrown into the garbage and die, and then you're going to be like, all right, I'm going to start swinging my question mark shaped cane around and get ready to (laughs) totally own the Batman who just ripped the faces off of my two best friends. Yeah, probably. Louisa's only got to get lucky once in this scenario. (laughs) Exactly. Imagine how great it would be then. I would be the toast of the town. So, criminals in Gotham are superstitious and cowardly, unless the Batman actually shows up, in which case, they are the world's most gambling-addicted people in history. (laughs) That's when he goes psycho mode. You're like, he's real? (laughs) Yeah, the Batman is real, so I'm losing my mind. And I'm absolutely going to be the one person who kills him. I would like to point out that they addressed specifically this in an episode of the animated series called The Man Who Beat the Bat. Okay. Do you remember this? No. Uh, Did someone punch him in the solar plexus before he was ready to receive that punch and then he got excited and died? No, Um, when he he goes and does his uh, magic trick he dies because the Batman has that show every night. It was on yeah, Halloween. but then another Batman comes out and is fine and kisses oh, yeah, but uh, he... Charlize Theron. No, never no, knows Joe which Hansen. one he'll be. Yep. Yeah, who is anyway. it? Prestige. I can't think of it because it's a Christopher Nolan movie. So there's one woman in it, and she doesn't do anything. <laughs> That's true. Uh, no, in the Man Who Beat the Bat, there's an episode where, or sorry, on the animated series, there's an episode called The Man Who Beat the Bat, where one of the henchmen of like the Penguin or something mm-hmm. is like just shoots a gun at Batman and kills him, okay. <laughs> and Batman like falls off a roof and dies. Yeah, the man who kills Batman. I've seen this one. Well, yeah, and then and then he goes around and he's like, yeah, I I did it, and then like everyone wants to kill him now. <laughs> And he's very sad, and the Joker comes and is like, we liked we liked fighting Batman, but we didn't want him to die, so now we're gonna kill you. <laughs> oh man, you took it too far. We were all having fun. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what he says. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense for this the is, world. This is also explicitly Joker, a rule yeah. in the Flash's universe, where all of his bad guys are like, alright, we're gonna do crimes and beat up the Flash, but if you kill him, that's wrong, and you get kicked out of our club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a tr- anyway, trouble talking it- about uh, rules for superheroes and, like, what would be funny, because the Venture Brothers have done it all, and they have done it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> anyway, I just want to point out, at the end of that episode of the animated series, it turns out Batman faked his own death to, like, flush out the Joker out of hiding or whatever, and it seems like a very traumatic, torture way- thing for this one dumb mook who didn't know any better. Yeah, well, was- it's better than him tearing out his spine, like, like he probably would have been <laughs> normally, right? Yeah, that's true. It was Scarlett Johansson in The Prestige. Oh, I got there. Got it in two. Uh, And Piper Perabo also. Mm. I haven't seen that one, and I haven't seen the other one. The uh, Illusionist? Is that the other one? I never saw that one. Yeah, I love this. What is that called when two movies come out in the same year and they're not ripoffs of each other, but they're the same thing? Syzygy. Is it really Syzygy? No, Syzygy is when planets line up. I don't know what this one is. (laughs) Yeah, but I know what you mean, like Armageddon and Deep Impact being the same yeah. mm. Confluence, maybe? That sounds, sounds right. I'm gonna have to find it. Uh, but Louisa, please prompt Matt. 
Okay. Mm, what did I talk about? I didn't actually talk about anything. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You so you've been watching The Witcher. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, we're done with that. We've talked about The Witcher. Uh, I made focaccia bread. Oh, you did it. Did not come out great. Not great. Did you leave it sit for long enough? I, the recipe I was using wanted you to put it in the fridge overnight for eight hours, and I didn't have that kind of time. So I'm like, I'm going to put it in a cold room, covered up from sunlight, and leave it like six hours. And I don't know if that was bad, because it looked at the end like it should have looked, but then when I baked the bread, it's not quite right. So you didn't follow the recipe I sent you. I didn't. I found this other one. Fool. That, uh, Fool. From a sort of... <laughs> that I trusted. But now I'm going to try the one that you sent me. Cool. I've made it many times before, and it's like you spend ten minutes, not even, maybe five minutes on the prep, and then... But the issue is you have to know that you want focaccia bread 16 hours in advance. That's what I'm saying, which I didn't. Yeah. So, normally, if if you uh, have something rise in the fridge, you can rise it on the counter for less time. Like, yeah. that's normally fine. But figuring out how much time exactly is very difficult. Yeah, this one rises on the counter for 16 hours. So it gets, it gets real, uh, real ripe. Just about every time I've ever made a yeasted thing, it always comes up less risen than I want it to. Yes. Maybe your yeast is old. I've done it with multiple mm. yeasts. Like, I'll buy a new yeast mm. and use it that day, and it still doesn't rise as much as I want it to. Is it me? Am I am I turning off these yeasts? Yeah. I've been wor- thinking about the entire time I've ever tried to make bread. Am I doing something wrong? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like I am. Uh, <clears throat> the phenomenon is called twin films. That's no good. Both of mine were better than that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Just say confluence. I mean, confluence is for generic, like, things happening coincidentally at the same time, and that works here. Is that not coincidence? Well, uh, yeah, I guess they're sort of synonymous. I don't know. I don't know if there is a difference between those words. Neither do I. I don't know anything about anything. (laughs) Yeah, same. Including (laughs) making bread. Uh, Yeah, we know that, clearly. told me to put the rosemary just on top, which I did, and it just, like, got kind of crunchy and flavorless and (laughs) didn't flavor anything. So I'm going to have to incorporate it into the dough, I think. Mm. I think when you look at a recipe and you're like, this doesn't seem quite right, but I'm going to do it because it says to, and then later you're like, I should have trusted my instincts. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I usually just follow, like, if it's bread... Or any baked good, I follow the recipe just, like, exactly how it is, because I know that uh, it's very finicky. Yeah. I made shoe pastry for the first time this week, mm. and um, I like that. It, it was way better than any other pastry I've ever mm-hmm. tried to make. <laughs> I don't know if it's because it's more like cook it, cooking than it is, like, baking. Yeah, I love making shoe pastry. It's so easy, and the results are so good. Yeah, I was, like, afraid because so many things went wrong during the making of the, <laughs> like, the paste and everything. <laughs> I kept on having problems where, like, my food processor, like, there was a leak that I didn't notice, and so some of the egg ran out, and I was like, oh, no, this is going to turn out shitty. Came out great. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, shoe pastry is real good. Man, it took me uh, uh, two tries to get... Uh, Google to know what I was trying to search for because I forgot what shoe pastry was and how it was spelled because <laughs> I forgot what it was. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> it's so good, though. I love eclairs, and I want to get to the point where I can make eclairs. Right now, making this shoe pastry this past week, I, I put in, like, maybe five hours of work to make a, a batch of cream puffs that were slightly worse than the ones you can get frozen at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of my cooking um, adventures. <laughs> 
the Matt, do you have a deep fryer? I do not. Aww. I used to, and then I realized that it's a disgusting nightmare. But you could <laughs> yes. make you could make churros if you had a deep fryer and your chew pastry shoe. Yeah, but I don't want to. What? <laughs> I don't like churros. What? I mean, they're fine, but they're the least good shoe pastry thing, in my they're opinion. Probably I, really good homemade, though. I'd be worried about cooking them, though, because ideally you want a shoe pastry. Uh, if you you want a churro to be um, still soft in the so- inside, like custardy, mm. is the traditional way. And I don't think I can achieve that correctly. It seems like it would be really hard to do to get the outside cooked, but the inside still raw. Yeah. Well, I mean, shoe pastry kind of. Even when you cook it in the oven, it kind of has that, like, tenderness inside once you get past the outside. It's shell. Yeah, it's a lot like a witcher in that way. <laughs> yep. But uh, the ones that you make into cream puffs, they come out hollow inside, so you let the steam out, and then you're done. I was thinking of Mega Man, I'm now remembering. <laughs> oh, Bomberman. yeah. I was trying to re- I was trying to think, why did I say Bomberman? And then I realized I, I watched the Mega Man cartoon show as a kid, and I couldn't remember Mega Man, so I said Bomberman. Yep. And then They're basically the same. We also had, uh, Mega Man was also on Captain N. That's true, but... My god, his voice, though. Yep, and he would say, Mega Mega, after all of his lines. I didn't really watch Captain M. That was that was definitely a show made about video games by people who had never seen a video game. Or right? heard of them. <laughs> yes. Somebody just gave them a list of, like, the names of characters, and, like, they had to figure it out from there. Eggplant yep. Wizard? <laughs> I feel like that's true of a lot of stuff. I've been playing um, Dr. Mario World, and mm-hmm. you it's like, a, you, it is a puzzle game like Dr. Mario, but then you can get fucking Gachapon uh, new ass- assistants and uh, doctors to work with you, which are yep. characters from the games, and today I just got a Peepa, which is that ghost of the teeth, and I'm like, their names are so ridiculous, and I was thinking back to the old Super Mario Brothers show. Hmm. Oh man! Yep. All the names that they came up with in Japanese that meant something, and then for English they're like, uh, I don't know, Thwomp, I guess. Yeah, we'll call him Roy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, I was just reminded when you talked about that that another Nintendo phone thing came out this week. Uh, Pokemon Home is out. Oh yeah, I haven't. I need to get that. I haven't done that yet. I I spent a little time this past week transferring all of my Pokemon from Pokemon Bank and from uh, Pokemon Sun into Pokemon Home, where they all live, and I can trade them over the internet now. Great, pretty good. <laughs> um, I saw people talking about that, and I got excited. I'm like, is this a new thing about Pokemon? And I was like, oh no, this is just that bank. I don't care about that. Uh, so I think that. I mean, we're getting pretty tight on time here. I don't need to yeah. talk about a thing I did on the internet, even though no one asked me. I'm going to ask you right That's now. Fine. What did you do this week? Sum uh, up. I, well, okay. I was going to talk about... Uh, the shoe pastry we talked about, so that's fine. And then I wanted to do a very quick follow-up for last week where I talked about watching the show Lucifer on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So the first three seasons of that show were aired on Fox, and then Fox was can- going to cancel it, and instead they sold it to Netflix, and Netflix made another season, and then there's one more that's going to be coming out sometime later this year. Hmm. The show, the season that the show went from being on Fox to being on Netflix is so fucking wild and so much better. The show gets so much better when it goes to Netflix. It's insane. Hmm. Because, like, pre-Netflix, it was all the normal, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer sitcom 
like dumb bullshit of like oh but are is he gonna be in love with her and is this gonna happen and like oh like ooh, this relationship is heating up and oh this person is sad and all that stuff the netflix season has a part where the guy who is an angel who is a played by a black actor uh is walking around and the police stop him unreasonably for no reason and he decides that all police need to be killed by angels in part of god's fury and i'm like That's fucking awesome. what this is radical <laughs> this is so good oh man do they keep the cast i know netflix will sometimes like get rid of a bunch of people because they're too expensive when they take over a show yeah well one no 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 major spoilers here but minor spoiler one of the main characters on the series died at the end of the uh-huh. fox run and Usually on this show, after characters die, they still keep coming back because, you know, hell and heaven mm-hmm. are parts of the show. Um, but she just doesn't, and that's fine. They still talk about how sad they are that she's dead, but, like, that actor doesn't come back. It's the actress who played um, the main Cylon on Babylon 5, if that means anything to you. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. That's fine. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. I was like, that is not that actor's name. <laughs> That's a name I can believe. I can believe someone's yeah. name that. Yeah, that's one <laughs> yeah. of Will Smith's kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anyway, um, but other than that, the cast is the same. They added a new character, which made the show interesting in a different way. Um, it's good. It, it gets much better. I'm very excited to see what the new season is going to be. I like that you said no spoilers, and then you told us which actor's character died. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So spoilers, I guess. <laughs> Well, it sounds cool. Maybe I'll watch it someday. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know if it's worth it. I'm not telling you it's worth it. This is a, this is important. I felt that way about The Witcher. Someone asked me about it. I'm like, uh, I mean, I enjoyed it, I guess, but I don't know if I would recommend it. He just he just kicks so much ass is the thing about The Witcher. <laughs> but I'm not interested in that. No, that's I, the best I part. Get that, but I am interested in that, so it's a pretty good show for me. Yeah. They've... People who make TV shows, especially Netflix, have gotten really smart about, like, they know that, by and large, when women want a show, uh, watch a show, they want certain things out of it. And when men want to watch a show, they want certain things out of it. And they can just put those things in the same show. Yes, <laughs> Women be true. shopping, right, Jeff? Is yep. that what you're trying to say? Yep. <laughs> I didn't say which things. <laughs> We want to see Henry Cavill's thing, am I right? Can we get into this wiki now? (laughs) I love that they had all of the articles coming out where he was like, listen, I tried to sit in the tub like he does in the games. I couldn't do it. The tub was shaped weird. (laughs) I love that the subtle implication there is like, I tried to get my dick in this show, you guys. (laughs) Is Geralt's dick in the video game? I don't think so. Okay. And I do I think that in one gone. scene on in The Witcher, you can see the back of Henry Cavill's balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. The shadow of his balls when you're seeing his butt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I sent over the wiki, and it is oh, yes. fanfiction.fandom.com. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we just got so the er. The we got the er fanfiction wiki. Do you remember when we started doing this, and the very first one we got was Harry Potter fandom, and we were like, oh good, this is going to be a thing where we could go there, and it'll be Harry Potter, or like Mega Man, or something, every week, and it'll be fun. And we keep getting these fucking meta wikis that are just like, you know, everything, enjoy. Y'all, there's 31,000 goddamn fanfictions on this thing. 
Fuck. No, there are 31,000 pages, and I bet more than half of them is people explaining their original characters. <laughs> no, I think all the pages on this one is fan fictions, and I'm scrolling through. Uh, I mean, there's. I just clicked on the first link on the homepage, and it's for a character named Athena, and it's an explanation um, of what this character is. Oh, well. So, the background I'm seeing is just plain black, you guys? Yep, same. Okay. Yep, same. Oh, no, no, actually, there's a banner ad, but before the banner ad loads, you can see that behind it there is, like, a, a bar of light with a little bit of that oh, metal... <laughs> Hashing. <laughs> the one that we've seen on Sony Wikis and we don't understand why it's there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've seen this one before. I've seen but... it, like, down the center of Wikis and it makes them hard to read. <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. talked about it before. Um, okay. so the logo says fanfiction wiki yellow. There's a pencil that extends out from the logo that is, uh, messily scrawling <laughs> the letters FW on a, uh, notebook page. A sideways yeah, notebook. <laughs> Someone yeah. clearly made this logo in, like, MS Paint, and you can see how hard it was for them to write letters with a mouse. Yeah. One thing that's also baffling me about this is that the spiral for the notebook is at the top of the landscape-oriented page. Mm-hmm. Yes! With a, a red line at the left of the the page, and the blue yeah. lines going across. What? How, I've... It's like one of those, it's like an old-timey reporter's, like... The one that flips up over the top yeah. and then you write in it? Yeah. It, maybe this is all fanfiction about <laughs> news stories. It's, it's, That's just a stylistic choice. This person doesn't know what a notebook looks it's like. So it's so strange. These are like, it's like a reporter's notebook, but like with half pages instead of with smaller, normal shaped pages. I think Louise is right that this was made by a 12 year old who has heard about notebooks, but has only ever seen iPads. Yeah. Yep. They take so, all of their school notes on a, on an iPod touch. And the page yep. just says, Home, welcome to the fanfic wiki, where you can make your own things. Whoa. You can add your own fanfic by typing in the name of the fanfic in the box below. And All right, here we go. Create new article box. We Back have a lot of fanfics. I mean, no, duh, just look at us. We're a fanfic wiki. That's Large. it. There's no period at the end there. <laughs> that shows a level of, of awareness that makes me furious, because... Mm-hmm. To say we are a fanfic wiki means that you know that there are other ones, and so, like, just add to that one. Why bother making your own? Yeah. Everyone um, wants to make their own. We always talk about this. I entered the name of the fanfic I wanted to uh, make, assuming that it Mm -hmm. wouldn't let me without logging in, but now I'm here in a word (laughs) processor for uh, the fanfic titled Hack the Net Origins. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Um, Okay, uh, exterior day... (laughs) Okay, what's happening on the exterior during the day? Mm-hmm. Louisa is drinking an ecto cooler. Ooh, we don't know what time this is setting yet, do we? Ooh, exactly. yeah. Uh, should I describe uh, Louisa? It's her first appearance, so you're supposed to describe her in, in the characters in their first appearance in screenwriting. I mean, no one else is doing that in any of these other uh, fan fictions. <laughs> Louisa, a radical know. skateboarding hacker yeah. in a cool windbreaker mm, is I drinking an like ecto-cooler. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. Um, okay, then, Jeff rollerblades up to her. Jeff. Jeff is a a super intelligent mutant 
uh, turtle. What? Uh-oh, this is falling apart very quickly. <laughs> With rock-hard abs and a and huge dong. Yeah, pretty Roller blades up and swats mm. the juice box from her foul hand. Uh, Louisa says, what the fuck? Am I allowed to swear on this wiki? <laughs> I like it. Then Jeff responds, hack the net, screaming into her face. <laughs> okay. Uh, Louisa says, I'm also on hack the net, you dumbass. End. Yes. <laughs> this is like a comic panel structure. We only need four things to happen. <laughs> yes. I also like that I was not introduced. <laughs> <laughs> next time. You gotta save something for next time. <laughs> uh. I'm finishing writing it, and then we can look at that page. Okay. I don't like the... I, th- the... I think we just finished writing it, Jeff. <laughs> also, that means you're not going to participate in the rest of the episode. No, I fin- I did it. I clicked save page, okay. and now it's up. Good. Well, I don't like the formatting of this page, because it says the article of the week, as Matt mentioned, and then below that it just says fan fictions, and then I guess it just lists everything that's on this page in alphabetical order. But um, they have things like A, sharp tooth's heart under A. <sighs> And stylistically, yeah. I don't appreciate that one bit. Yeah, it is, uh, it's only the fan fictions, though. It's not, like, the characters and stuff. A Christmas Carol? What are you saying? I have to click on this. What, isn't that the name of the book? Ooh, the Coruscant Trilogy Part 1. Here's, oh, no. Here's what... Jeff, you're starting to like it. Oh, it's here's, empty! Here's this page what? is empty! <laughs> here's what I got for A Christmas Carol. The title of the page is A Christmas Carol 1980 Film. And then the body says, A Christmas Carol is a 1999 holiday film based on a novel of the same name by Charles Dickens. There is no link to that novel anywhere. So it's not a novel, it's just a short story, isn't it? I don't know. The line is blurry. No one knows. I scrolled down all the way to the end, and after Z is Cars. (laughs) And some other thing that I don't care about that's not as funny as Cars. Uh, that's good. Oh, holy shit! Recent wiki activity. Hack the net origins. It just popped up. Yep. Yes! Oh nice. my god! I clicked. Oh no, I am logged in. This is attached to my name. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. I clicked on um, a, a story called Alvin and Brittany, mm-hmm. and I was hoping that it would be Alvin the Chipmunk crossed over with Brittany Spears, mm-hmm. but it appears to be Alvin the Chipmunk crossed over with Brittany from a Goofy movie, which I do not know what that character is. Oh, no. Is. I'm just saying you missed out on having an actually interesting story about how Brittany Spears fell in love with a cartoon chipmunk. <laughs> Uh, oh, Brittany seems to be... Brittany's a dog person, isn't she? The annoying... Uh, nope, I can't find. I looked up Brittany Goofy Movie and I'm not seeing any consistent Google Images results. <laughs> well, I skimmed this story and I may have not gotten the full thrust of the narrative, so who knows. But it's not Britney Spears, I can tell you that for sure. Alright. Is it even spelled that way? By which Maybe I mean the Brittany wrong way? is the author of this story? Mm. <laughs> mm, there we go. It is fantastic. But they do reference a Goofy movie at least twice. Oh, man. A movie that Alvin and the Chipmunks were not associated with. So this, uh, this car story I've stumbled upon seems to be, uh... The author inserting herself into the world of cars and establishing that Lightning McQueen is 41 years old. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wait, at great. the beginning of the Cars franchise, or is this like a sequel? Uh, one day, a 14-year-old car named Jessica Aaron was wandering around out of boredom. Suddenly, Lightning McQueen came through a portal. Jessica's sea blue wait, eyes widened. Wait, no! Wait you have to stop. Okay. She's already a sentient talking car, but still Lightning McQueen had to come from another dimension. We don't know if it's another dimension, just that it was a portal. <laughs> Why don't you just drive up? Uh, Je- That's how cars get around. Jessica's sea blue eyes widened as he said, well, I end up here again. <laughs> Jessica said, leave our town, Lightning said, as if I'll listen to a little girl like you. I'm 41. <laughs> so he's the villain of this piece? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Jessica, who has some attitude, said, Shut up, oldie. <laughs> That's how you know she has some attitude. That's good foreshadowing. Oh, oh wait. God, shut up, oldie is, needs to be on a t-shirt it gets, immediately. Folks, it gets better. Jessica's parents came along and said, Oh, the lightning we all know and hate. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. this I is, love this so much. This is good, actually. Yeah, this is actually turning out to be very good. Um, she's a car, but you said her name is Jessica Aaron? That's not a type of car, is it? Uh, neither is Lightning McQueen. Mm. Yeah. Just got you there. But doesn't he have, like, a middle name that's the name of the type of car he is or something? I thought they all did. did I don't think do that, that there's any branding in the Cars franchise. I don't think okay. that they got did any licensed cars. Alright. Nothing about Jessica Aaron. It's like a pun about driving or anything, though. That's true. It's probably just the author's name. <laughs> yep. Alright. I mean, it's probably, like, her last name is probably actually, like, Adams or something, and she was like, I need to change it a little bit yeah. to to make it fiction. <laughs> yes. Do they end up fucking at the end of this? No, no. Uh, no, so it's only like one not. paragraph long, and she gets okay. uh, transported into Cars 2 at some point, <laughs> which I don't know what that means. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> they take place in the same world. <laughs> yeah. Do you think she did the thing that Ernest Hemingway did. Wait, that's not even big enough. Oh, Shit. Writing? Writing? She wrote? <laughs> that's did all she, she has in common with Ernest Hemingway, as far as I can tell. Did she write about killing a large animal as a metaphor for your immortality? Yes. <laughs> did she write about that? Mm-hmm. No. And Lightning McQueen is the large animal? <laughs> I got distracted, but what I meant was, uh, did she do the thing, like, uh, the movie... Movie. <laughs> The book, 1984, being a transposition of 1948, which is when it was written. So she's 14, so she made Lightning McQueen 41. Oh, check you out. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Also, I'm too dumb to remember. <laughs> 1984. So Orwell. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, 41 seems like an adult age when you're a kid, huh? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's an age that adults are? Four- 41, I guess. <laughs> that is true. That's very true. Well, I got a random page and I put it in the chat, and it's oh, yes. uh, oh. Tara the Hedgehog, the Chosen Warriors. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, if this wasn't related to uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, I would be shocked. It is, I'm, of course. <laughs> yes. I'm. Every time I p- pull up one of these pages, I have a whole roller coaster of emotions mm-hmm. because I'm like, "Ooh, I hope there's an image on this page," mm-hmm. and then I'm like, "Oh no, I hope there's not an image on this page," mm-hmm. and then it turns out there never. Was. There is <laughs> yeah. a script in this one, y'all. Uh, so we can okay. do another one of our dramatic readings. Oh, okay. All right. I call Maggie Simpson. Okay. I'm gonna be. Uh, Jesus Christ. I hope that people listening to this 
heard that the thing was titled Tara the Hedgehog and then heard that I <laughs> called Maggie Simpson and hurled their phones into this. Song. I'm going to be Jonathan Washington um, and Zia Simpson. <laughs> I can't parse. Oh, I, I'll be evil Amy Rose as okay, well. Okay, Louisa, you have this, to be Tara the Hedgehog and Maggie Simpson. Sorry. There's no way we're going to remember who's playing who. No, I'm Maggie Simpson. Louisa's Lisa right, Simpson. Sure, you're going to be Tara right. and Lisa. Uh, so let me summarize what this is first. And fanfic, which stars Tara the Hedgehog, who, as you might know, has an backstory, but Tara gives us Jonathan's backstory, which has interesting facts about Jonathan. Himself, in general, this basically uses the storyline of the Sonic the Comic continuity, but uses Tara the Hedgehog's timeline future as the setting, but it's end time-traveling fanfic. Every single word in that run-on sentence is capitalized. Every single word on this entire page is capitalized. That's yeah. true. Uh, uh, is Tara the Hedgehog a real character? No. Uh, uh, a fun uh, game that is fun to play sometimes is searching your first name, the Hedgehog. Yes, yes. we've done that on the show. Oh yeah, oh yeah, all of my ones are based on Jeff the Killer, the famous creepypasta. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I, uh, here we go. Chapter one, the warriors are born in the year of 3232. It's, it's your line, Louisa. I'm Tara? Yeah. Yes. You're Tara and Lisa Simpson. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Ugh, why do I feel funny? <gasps> swipe, swipe. I, I should have said- Swipe, swipe. What is ha- <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you can't have a stage direction that doesn't indicate who is doing what action. No, no, it's fine. T- What's swiping? Yeah, take, Who's swiping what? Take that line again, Louisa. Yes, I did miss a word because it makes no sense. <clears throat> uh, why do I feel funny? Because... <gasps> swipe, swipe. Oh no, they stole the Master Onyx Emerald. I must stop them. Chases after them. Stop, thieves. Raises the Master Emerald and sends Tara to the past. That was evil Amy That's Rose me. doing that. I did that. that. <laughs> I did that. Uh, in the year of 2010... <laughs> Oh, where am I? Wait, in the past? This means, oh no, I bet Jonathan can help me sort out this mess. Ugh, where are we, says Maggie Simpson. Well, I guess I'll do Scarlet Eberron, whoever that is. Well, it's safe to say we're in the past. God damn it. Oh my god. (laughs) Yikes. How can we get back into the future? That yikes was from Zia Simpson, and then the next question was from Jonathan. <laughs> Zia Simpson! Uh, hold on, let me scroll back up. The fourth chosen warrior. Zia, out of them all, has great abilities that can be put to use. Her backstory suggests that in the present, Lisa confronted the kids, with a Z, who held Zia hostage. That was then Jonathan used his chaos overdrive and defeated them. Zia's abilities make her stronger than most. Guys, yeah, see, now, Matt, Zia you feel dumb. Sims- what? I said, now you feel dumb, Matt. There yeah. You go. Zia Simpson is a real character, actually, from the actual Simpsons. Wait, what? Hold on. I don't want to think about it. Zia Simpson is Lisa Simpson's daughter in Flash Forwards, apparently. Gross. Oh, yeah. Huh. Um, uh... Lisa, uh, Zia Eliza Simpson Van Houten is the future daughter of Milhouse and Lisa. Gross. Why are there oh, why are there realities in the Simpsons flash forward episodes where Lisa and Millhouse get together? That's miserable. Everything's miserable. Uh well, hold on, let me say my goddamn line. We must oh, we're still doing get this. Onyx Master <laughs> Emerald. Uh the Onyx Master Emerald is up there. That's a stage direction. No, you're supposed to Wait, say the thieves stole you skipped it. Skipped way down. Oh, did I? Well, mm-hmm. three lines. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh the thieves stole it. Well then, any ideas? We should try to get the Onyx Master Emerald back. 
Now I understand why Jeff was confused, because <laughs> Jonathan and Lisa said almost identical yeah. lines, yes. two lines apart. The Onyx Master Emerald is up there. <clears throat> Looking for this? Holds the Onyx Master mm. Emerald in her hand. You can't have it. Give me it. No. That's it. Tackles her. Get the Onyx Master Emerald. Right, says Scarlet Eberron. Gets the Onyx Master Emerald. <laughs> Back to Jonathan. Now we can go back to the future. Scarlet Eberron again. Yes. They go back to the future. Scarlet Eberron. Oh no, the future hasn't been set. The (laughs) end. end. That's it. It ends on that cliffhanger. Oh boy. I would like to say some notes. I'm annoyed that I am supposedly the main character in this story, but I stopped having things to say within the first third of the play. Yeah. Uh, no future but what we make for ourselves, um, but the future <laughs> refused to change. I do think it's actually pretty masterful storytelling that the impetus for the story is Tara the Hedgehog being sent back in time, and then nothing happens relating to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also- like, it's a real misdirect to be like, this is gonna be a story about Tara the Hedgehog going back in time, but when she's back in time, she- she takes no actions and does not seem to go back into the future again. She get well. They all go back into the future. It says they go back to the future. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, who's the they though? Because as far as I could tell, in this room right now are evil Amy Rose, Jonathan, and Scarlet Everett. I had no idea that Tara Tara the Hedgehog was hanging out with the whole Simpson family. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, Matt, you said you like when a world just accept, uh, just expects you to know some things and just yes. catch up. Um, the fact that uh, Tyler the Hedgehog goes to the past and says, oh no, why am I in the past? I bet Jonathan can help me sort out this mess. That's yeah. some real uh, secret world building right there. Yeah, we all know about <laughs> Jonathan and his past. And that he lives in 2010 maybe, but she's already met him even though she's from 3232? Well, this is giving us Jonathan's backstory, so I assume that Jonathan has a a (laughs) four-story. I don't know, does he? (laughs) Who knows? Jonathan is like an impossible-to-Google character. (laughs) Also, he's probably not from anything. Do you think that maybe the person writing this forgot that they that Tara the Hedgehog was the character and they started using Scarlet Eberron instead? Yes. Yeah, probably. That's a much cooler name. Yeah, and she's uh, got red and black is hair. It, I mean, it's it's cooler in a World of Warcraft kind of yeah. way. Yeah, that's what kids like. Yeah, Kids love World of Warcraft. It's all they do all day. <laughs> so I put a link in for the one I got randomly, and it's very short. It is okay. Electroids. Electroids is robots that came after <coughs> Clank from Quartu to take Clank away. Category Ratchet and Clank. So that's how we know where it's from. And there's a blurry okay. picture and it says the Electroids. Electroids is robots. <laughs> now true. this seems to be, how do I say this? Not fan fiction. <laughs> uh, it's this in the is, category of fan fiction though. So. This is factual information about the video game Ratchet and Clank. Is Electroids a plural name for a singular creature? Ooh, I like that. If they, when they came after you, they were like, I am Electroids, and I am here to destroy you. Oh, that would be pretty cool, actually. Like, when someone gives their pet a a plural name. Like, this is... No, that's actually hipster. This is my cat Muffins. (laughs) No, I hate that. Yeah, as soon as I started trying to imagine what that would be like, I hate it. Uh, no, Electroids are just a generic enemy in Ratchet and Clank. Hmm. Well, this sucks. Yeah. It does suck. They didn't even bother copying all the information from the Ratchet and Clank wiki. (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh, I either of the Ratchet and Clank wikis. 
You know that you could... Did they think these people don't know you can link to other wikis? Yeah, I think that's true. We've talked about it before. They're probably afraid that you'll go and just enjoy Wikipedia if they don't keep everything in their own section. I understand not linking to Wikipedia if that's the thing, but, like, are you really worried about the Ratchet and Clank wiki um, stealing your fan base from fan fiction. Maybe they just yeah, don't want to get involved in the in the rivalry between the two Ratchet and Clank wikis. <laughs> the internal <laughs> politics of Ratchet and Clank wikis. Yeah. yeah. I bet if you okay. run the Ratchet and Clank wiki, yeah. wherever that is, and someone from here linked to you, you'd be furious. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because that's the type of people who we were talking about. I guess it is interesting to think about it in that context because the subtle implication there is not only are these people making these wikis for no reason for no one, <laughs> but that they would get actively angry if anyone ever used them for any purpose yes, at all. Because I think if you do fanfiction, you have no concept of uh, tributes or other works with references versus uh, people stealing your stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay, I got a random page. I got Common Rider's upgrade form. Oh hell yes! Ooh, I've heard of this. This is a thing I've heard of. Yeah, Common Rider is that. Common Rider's is, a, I think, a precursor to Power Rangers. It's like an another Japanese kids action series. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Common yeah, Rider is kids. of of the like. Uh, I guess henshin genre when a person like transforms into some cool superhero. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so is Common Rider? Wait, are there more than one Common Rider? Uh, there have been many through the years because there are many different series of it, and I think a different. Okay, but is it yeah. is there more than one at a time? I guess. Uh, I guess they've probably had to do ones in in the series where like there's multiple Common Riders hanging out, right? In my mind, know. it's like Batman, where there's one, but then there's maybe variations, and then maybe there's like ones from other dimensions who come hang out. Uh, it looks like okay. multiple common writers have have teamed up in the past. Hmm, okay, I guess the reason I was trying to figure this out is because this page is showing a, a bunch of different like base form common writers, but then only one of each upgrade. And I was like, when they upgrade, do they like fuse together into a single body? Or but no, I think it's just they are. Uh, they are, there's only really one at a time. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway, so I guess all common riders with early power-ups surpass the super forms and final forms are listed here. That is a sentence in which none of the words make sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe it would make sense if we knew anything about this franchise. Well, That's I'd true. like to say, Matt said earlier, you don't know if you want pictures or not pictures, but this has a official picture of every type of Kamen Rider, and I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, I love this. So there's a group at the top that's the Masked Rider of Mystica form. Mm-hmm. And at be- at, there are four forms. There's Advanced Mighty, Advanced Dragon, Advanced Pegasus, and Advanced Titan. They look almost identical. Yeah, there's nothing for each one with a name that has a specific meaning that would indicate anything about that specific name. I do like that Dragon, Pegasus, and Titan are all mythological concepts, and then the fourth one is just Mighty. <laughs> yes. Uh, I've gotten down to Common uh, Rider Ringzard, which uh, this Common Rider has like a long pleather jacket, which is Ooh, pretty yeah, badass. It's like a Carmen Sandiego Common yeah. Rider. But then I clicked through to the page, and this appears to be a fictional television show. Oh, no. Uh, so did somebody make these? These are pictures of action figures, though. Yeah. I don't know. How did, 
how did an action figure get made for this fictional television Holy moly, show? there's so many common writers in this fictional one. There's like two dozen of them. Um, and <laughs> yeah. this is apparently an American adaptation starring Hunter Barrowman. Is that John Barrowman's son or something? Uh, no, it actually appears that that's the name of the character. I apologize. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. I really enjoy how sometimes things get lost in translation because Common Rider Armor Warrior is a collection of four Common Riders, and they are very armored, and their names are Lemon, Cherry, Peach, and Melon. <laughs> Love awesome. it. That and kicks ass. So good. Oh, man. They are not the colors that you would expect for those fruits. <laughs> but they all have uh, bow- bows? Like, they shoot yeah. bow and arrows, and they're all like, no, samurai? I'm going to ask this question, and I don't mean it to be a judgment, but is this the same picture four times just swapped back and forth? Because I cannot be. see significant differences between these comics. I think writers. one of them has yeah. flames on his armor. Oh, there, no. No, I'm looking at the yeah. I'm looking at the zoom in now. They have the like texture of like um uh it's like origami kimono paper. Kimono fabric. Yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, these are fans. samurai guys. Yes. Um. I and they the that part is the color you'd expect. Lemon is yellow. Cherry is red. Mm, true. Peach is purple. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and melon is green. Yep. Uh, so that one works. I think these are the, uh, characters from the very beloved Common Rider Gaim, which was a recent incarnation that for some reason took place in the, um, Sengoku period. Now, I'm looking at the picture closer now. Do these Common Riders have a demon mouth painted onto their helmet, or is that a mustache? Ooh, it's a it's demon's a mustache. mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Best of both worlds. Oh man, I need to write down Demon's Mustache as my middle name, my steampunk middle name for next episode. <laughs> oh man, I, uh, yeah, that's a mouth. It's like an Ultron mouth. Okay. Uh, but it is definitely shaped like the cartoon mustaches that were popular when mustaches were a meme like four years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, it's more fun if you think of it as a very, like, fancy mustache, like a Poirot style. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, I found my favorite common Rider, common Rider Drive, in the form Drive-type fruits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, his hat is also... God. <laughs> so he's wearing one of those, uh, large, mm, what type of hat... Kind of Raiden thing. hats. I think we call those Raiden hats. Okay. okay. That looks like a flat plate with a I'm, They're not actually called that. That's just the hat that Raiden wears in Mortal Kombat. Yes. Yeah. Which is fine, because I don't know what they're called. But yeah. And it's orange, and it has a green stem at the top, maybe? Maybe he's an orange? I think probably... I think the common Rider I most closely identify with is probably Quadronaut Dynamic States. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh boy, that he's rules! He's got like a gold lame jumpsuit, and he's got two different boots, and they have different. One has an X on it, and one has one of those like danger symbols that you see around hazardous chemicals. <laughs> uh, I'd say mine is probably Common Co- Rider Chrono Warrior Violent Emotion. <laughs> that one's me. <laughs> big mood. Oh right? man, is it time to get into Common Rider? <laughs> I know a lot of people who like them just because they look cool. Uh, Fair, I yeah, I know some people who watch these shows. Uh, I don't know where you would watch them besides stealing them. Yeah, that's too much I'm work. I'm pretty sure that there's no way Common Rider could kick more ass if I watched it than it does right now, <laughs> just looking at these pictures, and it's only going to get worse if I learn more about it. I, guess I, is my I do yeah. happen to know that this superhero has the ability to summon his motorcycle uh, from any distance. Uh, mm-hmm. So that 
like Lincoln. Yeah, yes, exactly. Um, like <laughs> that's probably writer now. That's probably an intentional reference. Um, and I think that these pictures don't convey that. Yeah, but counterpoint is that if I had to see this gold lame jumpsuit looking motherfucker actually fighting, I think it would look very dumb. Mm, yeah, maybe <laughs> Power Rangers did look very dumb. Yes. Oh, I'm very excited about these fruit-themed ones. I just found the Common Co- Rider Armor Warrior is a tab, and if you click over to one that says Moonblade, you can see Common yeah. Rider Moonblade Watermelon Arms. <laughs> I think this one might be fan-made. But I like it a lot. He's uh, wearing a white jumpsuit with red metallic accents, and then all his armor is green with green stripes like the outside of a watermelon, and then red. Very good. Yep. I also like the... White? Hmm? Sorry. Oh, just real quick. I also like that the drive-themed ones, one of their epaulets is just a little tire. Yeah, I. it makes me think that they could combine forms to be a car. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but they can't. Well, if they all linked arms and put one shoulder to the ground. <laughs> uh, that hat that that one guy is wearing is called a Sandokasa, I believe. Okay, I won't remember that, but thank you. I just, I, it was gonna bother me if I didn't find out, because I don't like to think of it in, uh, like, the generic sort of, an Asian person is in a movie in the 70s kind of hat. Yeah, Mm. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Does Kamen Rider have superpowers, or is he one of those ones that his outfit is, has superpowers? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, probably it's the it's outfit, blue right? Beetle? Yeah, I think it's a Blue Beetle type of situation. It sure seems like it. I mean, these outfits are very complicated. They look like they'd have superpowers. I wonder if uh, this is a ripoff of the original Blue Beetle, and then the new one that has a robot soup mm. is a, suit is a ripoff of this. The original Blue Beetle, the greatest American hero. You know, it would be very God smart, it, Louisa. Be... <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Louisa has a good point. No, the original Blue Beetle's from the 30s. Well, the greatest American hero is a pretty funny reference, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. true. William Cat. Um, <laughs> if you were, if you had superpowers, I think a very smart thing to do would be to get a robot suit and then, like, mm. do all your super mm-hmm. things, and then people would be like, mm, I've taken away your robot suit, and now you don't have any powers. They'd be like, ha, dumbass, that was just made out of, like, PVC. <laughs> my my powers come from my body and not from that outfit at That's all. That's actually a really fun idea. Like, a cosplayer yeah. gets superpowers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love or it. Or just, like... I mean, I guess they kind of did this in the episode of the animated, of the Superman animated series where he takes over for Batman for a while. Oh, yeah. Which is very funny. It is very fun. Because he, well, for some reason, they decide, oh, he has such good control over his muscles that he could perfectly imitate Batman's voice, a power he's never used before, even <laughs> when it would have been convenient. Yes, that's correct. Well, because he, would, he wouldn't want to lie. Yeah, it wouldn't be gentleman-like. Oh, yeah, that's true. true. Superman's biggest weakness is he did, can't lie. Yeah. <laughs> or else he gets sent back to his home dimension. <laughs> yep. If he says his name backwards or lies, he gets sent to the ninth dimension or whatever, yep. 14th. He oh, kind of can't lie. Like, he has to be like a goody two-shoes all the time, doesn't he? Like, that's his moral code. Yeah. Mm, what about those parallel universes where he's the Justice Lord? Is he bad in those? Yes. Yeah, he's, okay. he's a total dickhead. <laughs> he's a fascist. I mean, he's just a fascist. Yeah, well, just. <laughs> well, I need to say, like, See, that's he no fun. Ba- 
he's bad in a way that's different from the way that like the Joker is. Bad. Yeah, what you want out of a bad Superman is Bizarro Superman. <laughs> yeah, you want that's a Superman exactly who's what you he's want. trying to do good, but he's just a dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, you want bad Superman. You don't want evil Superman. You want low yeah. quality Superman. <laughs> yes, exactly. Perfect. I would like to see a Superman-like character who is, like, super gentlemanly and, like, wants to do things by, like, Marcus of Queensbury rules or whatever, uh-huh. and, and he can get away with it because he's infinitely powerful, so people shoot guns at him and he's like, haha, put those guns down and fight me like a man. <laughs> It's kind of, uh, the penguin? Is that what the penguin does? Yeah, the penguin is bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super strong, tough guy, the penguin. I get, it yeah. would be really funny if one of Batman's villains had been bulletproof the whole time, but we never find out because Batman doesn't use guns. That's very funny, actually. <laughs> we don't know that the penguin isn't bulletproof. Batman would never try to shoot him. Oh boy. It would be very good if the Punisher came and was like, I'm gonna take care of all of Batman's things, and then all of the the villains that he had to fight could beat him handily because they're pa- they gained their power from guns. Yeah, they've all secretly <laughs> been bullet absorbers this whole time who could <laughs> yes. absorb the kinetic energy from bullets and redirect now, it. To be fair, I can absorb the uh, kinetic energy from one bullet. <laughs> but can you redirect it back through your fists and punch the Punisher into in the sun? <laughs> I've never tried. Well, see, there you go. I don't know why you'd be able to use the energy from one bullet to punch someone hard enough that they go into the sun, but... Uh, I mean, if you broke down the bullet's molecular, like, pattern or whatever, right? Yeah, if you split the atoms in the bullet, it would yeah, give you enough energy. Your, the bullet... <laughs> Ugh, dumb. Dumb. Okay, this show is dumb, but we did write some fanfiction accidentally, so that's Well, good, we guess. also yeah, wrote some did. on purpose at the beginning of the show, oh, so. oh, that's true. Has your page been taken down yet? Uh, nope, not yet. And it never will be. That's true. I'm so... Oh, well, somebody's posted something since, though. Huh. Oh, it's a the definition of the character Princess Jasmine parentheses slave. Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's been up there. They must be editing it. Yikes. To add more details about when she is in that red outfit. Yeah, you you remember that ten second sequence that uh, in Aladdin where Princess Jasmine is pretending to be mind controlled and it made an infinity of perverts horny for all the time. Yeah, yep. gross. I don't see our page anymore. I see all these other pages. Are you sure they didn't take us down? Yeah, I just clicked on it. Okay. If you go into Explore Wiki Activity, it's the second one down. Oh, everything got taken over by a big ad for Takis. Now I'm thinking about mm. Takis instead. Ooh, yeah, let's get Takis. <laughs> you know what I don't like about Takis? Uh, the lime flavoring sometimes. on them. The name oh, no? is bad. The name's fine. It's a bad name. No, it's nope, fine. it's bad. Why is it bad? It's, it's no more Did offensive than to- Doritos. I don't know. If you said to me, like, I want some Doritos, I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude, I totally feel you. But if you're like, I want some Takis, I'd be like, who's Taki? It does sound like a video game to me. Yeah. Or like a like a, like a a pet name you have for your boyfriend. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Everything's it, fine. What do, hold on. What is Takis short for, then? Uh... <laughs> Ta- We're never going to be able Ta- to figure it out. Takmenistan. Oh, no. Matt. <laughs> That's not a person's all. name. What are you doing? <laughs> it could be. You could name somebody Takmenistan. Oh, God. Damn it. You What's could, wrong You with could that? name someone anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why didn't you I go with, like, Takeshi? So 
I understand why Louise is a little bit upset, but she got more upset than I expected her to, and I don't know why. Christ. So bad. Why are things happening? I hate everything. Yeah, I was we're talking ending about the a show. snack for a minute, and then everything got ruined. Well. <laughs> That's what we do here. <laughs> yes. We're done. We're done the show. Bye. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes, and please tell all your friends about the show. That's that's really good when you do that. Um, we would like to do more uh, like other format episodes in the future, and the best way that you can encourage us to do that is to spread the word about the show, um, because the more popular we get, the more we feel comfortable experimenting with stuff. So... If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, at HackTheNetPod, uh, or you can find you can get on our Discord if you want to talk to us directly. Um, to get an invite, just direct message one of us. You can message me on Mastodon, at MattHeron, at Mastodon.cloud. Um, I am also on Mastodon, Mastodon.cloud, slash at JK, and... That's all my things, I guess. Uh, no, Snapchat and Instagram, Jeff JK. I do it every time. Yeah, you do. I wait for it. <laughs> all right, you can find me on Mastodon, at Louisa, at Mastodon.xyz. All righty, guys. Well, thanks for uh, coming and listening to our fan fiction fan cast, I guess. <laughs> every week we talk about fan fiction. Pretty much. Um, yep. All day I so... dream about fan fiction. Adidas. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that is Adidas an abbreviation for that? Uh, for something? It's supposed. It's probably not, but people say it's all day. I dream about soccer. Oh, I didn't know that. That's good. <laughs> I don't think that's actually what it is, though. It's probably a backronym. Yeah, I think that's I a backronym. I still like it. Anyway, all right. Thanks for listening. Uh, please come back next t- week. But in the meantime, uh, shut up, oldie. What? No. Why not? <laughs> no, that was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it's always different, (laughs) but it's never good.